welcome to episode 73 of Book Off Banter. Um, we're so, so sorry about the audio that was so shit last time. Um, we're going to try, we're doing it a different way this time and hopefully it's going to work. And if not, we've got another thing to try. So you'll have to just bear with us. Also, <laughs> yeah, again, technical fail. I did attempt to put a link to the podcast I talked about and I've had loads of messages because my link didn't work. So for yep. anybody... <laughs> who wanted to know it was the horse podcast and it was the Rasmus Bagger episode. Um, what can I say? I need to get my technical shit together. And then just, I want to say, really I've, got the, quick, I've got the link. I will put it on my stories. Okay. Yeah. See, Carla got it together. I should be able to, I'm not making these big claims now, but I should. <laughs> no pressure. I um, and then I just wanted to say thank you so much. So I had some really lovely, we keep talking about doing an episode about um, random acts of kindness. Yeah, and I've yeah. got a couple of really good things I want to talk about. And I was going to, I thought, oh, this would be perfect. But I just want to say thank you before that. Um, I had a few people message me and offer, who were close to Morris and offer to help me if we're up there again. I don't have anyone to warm me up. And oh, I just that's think, so lovely. It's really, really like, so kind because it's genuinely it's a massive weight off my mind because I really love Morris it's really handy for us yeah, yeah. but it's a nightmare if I've got no one and I mean I hope that they weren't like doing that really you know kind like I'll offer but I hope they never take me up because I absolutely <laughs> am taking you up on it so just like wait <laughs> absolutely oh that's so lovely isn't that great I know it was like it was a massive weight, like I say, massive weight off my mind. Um, so yeah. So what about you? What's your news? So the news is I wanted to take both the boys to a show and I went to borrow a friend's arena and to give them all just but give them both just a little jump, a little, you know, sharpen up before we went. And then I came away from it and I thought, I'm not going to that show. I can't ride. I can't do this anymore. I just <laughs> this is just a disaster start to finish Vince it wasn't so bad Vince to be fair I mean Vince is Vince and he'll just keep jumping whatever I tend to do on top so he was fine but Jazzy I came away from it and I was just like what am I doing I'm not good enough to bring this horse on um his actual jumping was fine because Jazzy just he just jumped whatever but I've had some real really issues with him you know I spoke about I joked about put accidentally putting the grackle on him yeah. and it took major thing so anyway he's ridden in a caverson and when I got him I was told that he constantly puts the tongue over his bit, mm-hmm. tongue over the bit. And he is really fussy in his mouth. So he has it like, like this ported, almost well, like a really fixed straight bar with a port in it bit to stop him getting his tongue in his mouth. And all he does the whole time is fiddle and fuss in his mouth. Fiddle, and I'm kind of like, I'm trying to be soft. I'm like, oh, he just needs to, you know, get, get his strength and then he'll stop doing that. And then... His steering isn't brilliant in this bit. And then also he decided that he wasn't going to stop when I wanted him to. So basically, I just couldn't ride him. I couldn't steer. I couldn't. He was fussing. He was throwing his head around. I was just like, do you know what? I'm not taking him to a show. I don't feel I don't feel like I'm doing this false justice. And I was even I even came home and I said to my husband, I was like, I think I think she needs to find someone else for him because I just I'm, I'm just I'm the worst of it was I came away and I thought I don't want to ride him. And that's a horrible thing to place to be like, I don't want to ride this horse. 
Um, I, I didn't enjoy that ride. I'm not looking forward to getting back on him. And I was just like, so Sam went, don't go to the show. Don't take Vince to the show either because you don't want that to sort of roll. If you have a bad show with Vince, then there'll be both of them that you don't want to ride. He said, just take a step back, you know. So I took a step back. I still didn't want to ride him. And then I was in the tack room and I was grabbing some tack and I was like, well, I've got to get them ridden. And I was like, and I looked up and there's a bridle hanging there and it was Solo's old bridle. It's just been hanging there, gathering dust and dirt. And I thought, do you know what? I looked at it and it's got this bit on it. It had a flash and it had this bit in it, which is a, a new shawl, um, full cheek. Everything that I was told he was not to go in. I thought, do you know what? I've got nothing to lose. Yeah. I'm going to try him in this. The change almost straight away. It was like a miracle. I think the combination, the flash isn't tight. But I think the flash and the combination of the um, the full cheek keeps the side of the bit still. Steady, and I think it's movement. Yeah. yeah, I think it's movement at the side of the mouth that he absolutely hates. But he's got it's like it obviously drapes over his tongue, so he yeah. can't get his tongue. Out. Oh, the difference in it! And all of a sudden, he was just so much quieter in his mouth, and he was quiet. And I could steer because I had this full cheek, and, and as a result, because he was quiet in his mouth, I could put my leg on, and he was responding to my leg. Oh, the absolute relief of actually getting the standpoint. I also put a martingale on him because I thought if he starts throwing his head around and stuff like he did with the grackle, I don't want to feel a little bit. So he's, he's got like a loose martingale. So he's literally gone from a cabin. <laughs> he's got an all Neck strap to pretty much strapped down overnight. But he isn't strapped down, but no. he is here as well. So yeah. the difference in him, all of a sudden he's like, because I think, I think it was almost stressing him, the fact that he was like, didn't know where to put his tongue before. He's like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? And now, I've, you know, I'm just ridden now and he's just like completely calm. So I'm going to try and jump him again in it and see whether it, it is this magic combination. But I think he just seems so much happier in it. You know, and as I was riding today, um, I rode back. And for the first time, because he can be quite fixed in his outline when he, when he does go in an outline, when he's not titting about. And for the first time ever, he was like stretching over his back and, and seeking the contact. I was like, oh, the, just the relief that it gave me. So I do like riding him again now. So he can stay. He can I'm, stay. I'm pleased that you found yeah. that bit because when you started telling me that, I was just thinking, this reminds me so, so much of Paris, that the Irish woman yeah. I sold. Um, because she was very fussy, put her tongue over the bit constantly. So she yeah. was in a straight bar with a port. And then yeah. I was riding her one day and I was just like, she's just like a bit wooden and a bit heavy yeah. and not adjustable oh, and she oh, wouldn't steer yeah, and I put her he, in oh. a miler with which has got yeah. like a, it was a comfort tongue I think so it's ever so slightly ported but it had the barrel in the middle so she'd always like to straight bar up to that point and I sometimes just think they get to a point in their training where like the straight bar's giving them the confidence but then it lacks the finesse and they just become a little bit like a block of wood that's what he was like. He was a hundred percent like that. And like I said, that the difference now is just like, oh, I actually look forward to riding him again now. I was like, oh, thank God. That's why sometimes I, mean, I get a little bit, sorry, I get a little bit irritated when you see, I can't remember what the post yeah. is, but it goes around Facebook every so often where it's like, you know, just ride your horse, stop faffing on about tack. And I do get to a point like, yeah. you know, but whenever I read it, I'm like, but no, because actually sometimes if you spend the time faffing on with the tack, your job then is just so much easier as a rider. So why would you not faff on? And also it's nicer for the horse a little bit. 
yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it must have been so horrible for for. I mean, I, I you know I don't lose my temper with my horses. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not like that. But I was getting frustrated with him, yeah. and I was just oh, well, I wish I could. I wish I could just tell you what I want you to do. You know, it was just yeah. getting like that. And like you said, he and it felt horrible, and it was just not. And it can't have been nice for him having me constantly on at him, like bend, 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 bend. You know, it yeah. can't have been very nice at all. Whereas now he's got this this this. I know we say I faffed a little bit with this tag and now I go bends and he goes oh okay I know what you want me to do and he bends yeah. and it's just straight away we it, it's so much easier for both of us so yeah you know I know people you can overthink it and you can get yourself a little bit bogged down and I know there's this big thing I mean he is still in a snapple to be fair but I know there's this big thing which is like oh in our day we only rode everything in the snapple yeah and you rode them really badly in snapples can we just say that do you know what I mean yeah that's it, the it thing is like... isn't it that we're asking a lot <laughs> more and like yeah you want them to perform with finesse then you're gonna have to up like your tools yeah. aren't you it's only fair yeah so it is yeah um so solos solos bridal and he's he's in solos bridal but my wank of the week then does come from that and i will explain later on and also um talking about moments do you know we had the podcast a bit again we talked about m- moments that sort of defined you as a horse rider or changed your path as yeah. a horse rider I saw the most brilliant picture on Saturday. I popped around to see my trainer, the sweary Kiwi, Caroline Powell. And she said, Carla, look at this picture. And she shows me this picture and it's just, and it's her at 10 years old with this really excited face going, oh. obviously you can't see the face because this is a podcast, but Katie can do it. Very excited. Brilliant, brilliantly excited face. Like, oh. And in the background is Mark Todd. And she said, that was my face because I just got Mark Todd's autograph. Oh my so god! She's, like, she's got a picture of her all excited because she's just met Mark Todd. She ended up riding on the same teams as him. That's incredible! Oh, it's yeah. brilliant. And so she's got this. She said, "Look at this photo." And we were just—I was just crying. I said, "The fact that you've got this, you know what I mean." Yeah. And then Robert, you know, in years on, you've got photos. You stood on a podium next to him. Yeah, it's just like you say it's incredible isn't it what a yeah. moment that so yeah I loved it I, lo- I thought I can't wait to tell Katie this story yeah that's, so, like, so that's you been amazing up? oh um bougie's back oh god and enter bougie <laughs> oh god I don't know if I'm emotionally strong enough for that. I mean it's gonna be great for the podcast isn't it it's gonna be content <laughs> um <laughs> James has done anyone is that why he's back yeah James was just like washed his hands of him James was like look he's he's, I've not finished but just take him um he's got a fringe so at least he didn't trim the fringe imagine imagine if I'd gone to pick him up and he pulled his fringe oh my gosh I don't know what I would have actually done in future if ever he goes anywhere I'm gonna have to like send instructions that the fringe is just preserved um yeah so he he's back um I went to try him there and um it was in like a big open field and like riding a young one in a big open field they're so kind of like wibbly wobbly um so he's a bit wibbly wobbly and a slightly unruly just because he's not balanced yet but it was all it was it was all okay and then I'm hacking him back up to the stables from the field and a lorry's coming behind so, so James said I'll oh, just pull in here and I pulled him and he just went up and I was like oh, oh. <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh. so anyway 
I got him home and like, I'll be honest, I was a bit kind of still hesitant with him because that didn't put me in a good frame of mind because then I felt like he's not like he's not learned he's like James has done loads with him but still if he doesn't want me to do something he's like I'll just stand on my back legs um but actually touch wood he's been very very good um (gasps) bougie I'm not I'm not I mean honestly I can't see it (laughs) I really can't but for now he's been a good boy um only other news is bloody Seb has become obsessed. I'm going to put a video. I've taken a video to put on the um, page on Instagram. Um, Bougie's become obsessed. No, Bougie fucking hell, I've got Bougie on the brain. Seb has become obsessed with Pam. So he oh. literally, he wakes up in the morning and says, Pat, 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 Pat. So I have to get out of bed and before I have breakfast or anything. He has to go outside and see Pan. Then he wants to take oh. Pan to the field. Pan's never been so liked. Nobody's liked Pan as much in his whole life. Um, <laughs> but then the problem is you put Pan out and then he wants to bring him back in. So he spends most of the day leading you to the field, shouting, Pat, 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 and shaking his head <laughs> collar at him. And Pan's like, piss off, kid. Like, I'm out here living my best life. And... Seb yeah. can't understand, like, and then he wants to pick apples for him and take them to him. So he says, pat, pat. I'm like, Fuck oh. If I have to lug you, he weighs exactly. a ton. If I have to lug you across that effing field one more time to give pat, pat, pat <laughs> an apple. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. I can hear him shouting now. I know. He's... I can hear him shouting now. He's raging. He's um... <laughs> Um, so I took him to, oh my God, it was awful. I took him to nursery for his little, like, hour, like, induction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to hate it. He's not going to deal well with being separated. So what I'm thinking is I'm going to look like a fucking psychopath. But I mean, why change that about a lifetime? I think I'm going to have to take photo a photo album of all the horses so that he can sh- look at pictures because when he's sad, the best way to calm him down is to show him videos of the horses. Oh, my God, you're so cute. Why do you have compared to this one? So, this one, I think that's got a name. <laughs> um, this one's pretty horrible a lot of the time, but, yeah, so that's what I, I think. I think that will do. I mean, kids go with, like, them awful filthy blankets and they're gonna rabbits think. that they have is, toy rabbits and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure they'll be like, I mean, they will think it's slightly weird, but... But then when he says pan 800 times a day, they're probably going to see... They'll they'll be coming and taking photos of themselves. (laughs) Exactly. Videos, because they'll be sick of him going pan, pan. That's so cute. It is cute, Um, but quite annoying. It's one of those, it was cute for like a day. Yeah, yeah. Kids, kids have a tendency to do that, don't yeah. they? They're like, oh, it's not cute anymore. It's actually really annoying. A bit like horses, really. Horses do that, don't they? Yeah, they like take a good thing and and really fucking. Ruben, like Oscar, Oscar, like if he tells a joke, he's like he's twelve now. If he tells a joke and anyone laughs, he just keeps repeating and yeah. repeating the joke. And you're like, it was funny the first two, possibly three times at a push. Yeah, eighteen times. It's not funny. Yeah. That Henry's exactly the same, yeah. Um, 
so yeah, that's that's all that's going on in my life, I think. But two things to do with Katie. Poor Katie, um, I I went out on Friday and got drunk watching Drag Queens and poor Katie then was subjected to me getting sloppier and sloppier over text messages to her. I telling her how much I loved her and all sorts. I, li- I live for this. I was, I was going to message you. So I got your message because Seb hasn't been sleeping very well. Too excited about Pan. He actually did wake up at two in the morning one day to say Pan, Pan. <laughs> and I was like, now this is a fucking joke. Um, Come on. So I got your message at four when I was up with Seb and I thought, I don't want to message her back because she's probably gone to sleep now. I mean, you're probably olaplexing someone's hair, but anyway. But well, I was like... I was still probably awake, but yeah. I was like, I live for this. Like, I can deal with being told like how much someone loves me all night. Just, it was, I like the fact that every time I messaged and how much I loved her, I'd put how many cocktails I had. <laughs> <laughs> I was jealous that you were drinking margaritas and I was I love a margarita. My friend, my friend, my best thing, she doesn't like it. I've got her a margarita. She said, first of all, she said it was the salty rim, which made me laugh. But no, I don't like the salty rim. And then we cleaned the salt off and then she went, no, I just don't like it. I love a margarita. I love a margarita. It's a really good margarita as well. The oh. only thing with a margarita is I was introduced to margaritas by my auntie who can handle her drink. Yeah, and so yeah, when I then went to other places, I was like, this isn't a margarita. And then like right. my family were like, no, it is. It's just not one that after two margaritas, you'll be rendered absolutely <laughs> comatose. Like. <laughs> yeah, so it, that was fun. And then the second thing, is I had the idea of another TV program, another horsey TV program. And this their own one, channel. I know, right? But this one, this one, I could definitely, I know like the, the sort of Big Brother one would be brilliant, but that would be like really expensive and hard to do and whatever. I could see this one being made. Okay. And I'm not even joking. Are you ready for this, guys? We're ready. It's based on Married at First Sight. Okay. So what we could do is we we get a group of say four or five people that want that are looking for a horse, that want to yeah. buy a horse. The experts, of which probably me and you will be involved in this. Of course. Take them take their money, this is the important bit, and buy them a horse. Okay. Right? So they try they they find out what they're like, they talk to them, they go, Oh, what was your other horse like? what you're doing and no, no, no. find out everything about them see them ride blah, blah blah and then go away take their money and buys them a horse but the other the person does this make sense who's what's the horse yeah doesn't know they're getting until it turns up on the yard i think actually that's a really good idea because whenever i buy horses for other people i'm really like critical but then when i buy them for myself i'm like ah, i'll be all right okay yeah yeah so the horse box turns up on the yard, the horse gets off, and then they have, but then like, honestly, I've given this so much thought. <laughs> you do though, don't the you, when you get an idea. No, I know. The possibilities are a bit endlessly because like you could you could they could do like video diaries of how it's going. You could, you could watch them like the first time they ride them, what they're like around the stables and stuff. And then like you could like go one step further with them, like so. They could be invited to have like training with celebrity trainers with these horses. It's a really good idea. <laughs> now it is, isn't it brilliant? Isn't so, it? Brilliant? And then at the end of the, the end of the listener theory, wants to give us their money. Yeah, let us buy your horse. 
we'll film it. Honestly, can you? I would. I would love to watch that. Would you? I would. Like yeah. That, I would. I would be so invested in each horse and do like it. And then at the end of the ten weeks, they can then decide whether they want to keep the horse or not. But then, what do we do if they don't want to keep the like, horse? I, I don't know that bit. We're going to have to refund them. I think we're going to need some sort of a financial backer for this. So if there's any volunteers Sell for that as on. well. Um, Sell the horse on. Make money on it. Yeah, and that's even better. Ben's going to love well, it's this. Really... So how brilliant is that? A really good that idea. TV. Because what do you think? I think, I think I would watch that. I would watch the shit out of that. Honestly, I feel like we're probably going to be hired quite soon by like Channel 4 or something. I'm I think really it's inevitable. I'm with that one. I'm really tempted to go to Horse and Country TV and say, look, I've had this idea. Yeah. What do you think? But I've got to be involved in it. Yeah. I don't know if actually being an expert on buying the horses, given the fucking cross that would be a good idea but I'd give it I could be like presenter I could be the presenter I could talk to people and go and like try the horses because you don't want a pro to try them true (gasps) you could try them I could try them yeah or you could do south and I could do north are you south or are you like in the middle everything's south to me I'm kind of east I think I don't I actually I'm really shit at geography. Oh my! I don't. What funny story about that? One day we were watching TV and they had um, some guy on from the Pontefract um, uh, tourist information. They were like talking about what a nice place Pontefract is, and I said to my husband, "I said you'd think they'd have someone a bit more Welsh working." <laughs> and he went, "Where do you think Pontefract is?" And I said, "It's Wales, obviously." And he's like, "It's Yorkshire." I thought it was in Wales. I think maybe you're I thinking think... of Ponty Pandy. Exactly. Yes, I am thinking of Ponty Pandy, which doesn't even, does it even exist, Ponty Pandy? I don't know, but they've all got a Welsh accent, haven't they? <laughs> exactly. Except, have they all got Welsh? Or some of them? Anyway, some of them, definitely. Oh, yeah, I'm away from that, our actual brilliant TV programme. So we need a name for this TV programme. Mm. So the list come up with a name with it for it. Yeah. And then I'm going to, I think we should just pitch it. Yeah. And if people want to be on it, none of this shitty audition video stuff, just give us your money. <laughs> Send us your bank details. You're on. What could go wrong for you? <laughs> tell, what color, tell us what colour horse you want. Yeah. She'd be like, hey, you'd be like that. They'd be like, I want the horse that's 16 2. Then no, 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 they can do this. They'd be like a 15 1 Palomino <laughs> or a duck. Cable like that. They're having it. Yeah. They're having it. Who doesn't want so, a done? It's it's not there's probably like that. Kate, it's not the horse. I don't, I don't care. They're having it. They're having or it. else get I'd get it off the lorry, and they'd be like, "Um, it's the wrong height, the wrong stamp." And I'd be like, "Look at the fringe, though." <laughs> <laughs> I understand it's not quite what you'd anticipated, but this fringe game changer. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, God, get back to the sort of crap we end up giving them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's what would make it. 
better as a show because if like pros found the perfect horse each time like it's not so fun whereas we would like go rogue and you know sometimes when people you know when people go way off their type and they're like oh you weren't my type but that we'll be like give it a chance see you thought you wanted to do dressage but actually this little Welsh A has got a lovely fringe. And what could you do? Where could you take it? Where could it take you? You could do in hand showing. Exactly. It's something you've never considered before, is it? And they'd be like, well, no, because I want to do dressage. And we'd be like, but. Fringe. <laughs> new opportunity. <laughs> One door closes, another opens. <laughs> the next 10 weeks, we must be this person like really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> and there'd be that a dressage trainer and a show jumping trainer lined up to do all the lessons and they'd be just leading this Welsh air round like <laughs> honestly though that would be brilliant <laughs> And then the best news at the end of the 10 weeks, they'd probably go, do you know what? I'll probably keep it. <laughs> Got a great fringe. I've had, I've, I've, had, I've had good fun, lost some weight. Brilliant. Here we go. I might buy a dressage horse as well. That's what a horse people would do. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, I might buy a dressage horse as well. But I mean, this one, you know. It's... Yeah. So, yeah, I think very good idea. I know. So, yeah, we just need a name for it and then I'm going to pitch it. I don't know who to. I'm going to pitch it to someone. And then it's going to happen. Yeah. I can't remember what like we said. We just need to get name, guys. We can come up with a name. And uh, yeah, if you want to be on it, send us hit us up. <laughs> send us your money. And we won't buy you a well shape with a nice fringe. Well, we might. We can't promise anything. You know what we're like. But yeah, I love it. Love it. All right. So our first topic is... <laughs> based on Carla going off again on social media not myself it's like I'm what's not... that thing where you pull a pin and watch her ignite what, what's that thing it's like you're like a grenade basically grenade. that's it grenade and there's no telling where it's coming from is no. there it's like I just wake up in violence it's like oh, fuck it I'm gonna go for it today I'm gonna go for it no it was it wasn't it was a little bit inspired by something. So I'd seen a video by a PT. Um, and Can I just ask, is this the PT that's like doing like loads of the equestrian people at the minute? I don't know. Okay. It's a male PT. There's a, okay. there's a couple of females who are very much fitness. Right. So I think it's, which I don't have any, that's fine. But I just seen supposedly I had to, I got told afterwards I've been blocked by said PT now I know that I'd taken it out of context but the actual the actual reel said I find his he his words were oh I find uh, sticking to calories and dieting hard and then he then went into a France which was you know is looking in the mirror and seeing a body that you hate uh looking in and look hating photos of yourself and feeling like you have to um manipulate them I can't remember what the actual word is uh, manipulate them. No, no, no. and it, that was his rant and even in the comment like in the writing I can't speak <laughs> how can you do a 
podcast when you can't speak um in the caption in the caption that's the word in the caption he'd even put you may feel tired you may feel hungry but you've got to think of what the outcome's going to be and it just really really riled me because i get so fucking sick of women men up to a point but not as much as women being judged and thereby judging themselves the appearance of their body and the size of their body and it really is a massive bugbear of mine um and so yeah that that was what instigated the rant which was basically um can we just stop fucking looking in the mirror and seeing all our imperfections seeing the fact that we're bigger or in my case possibly you know skinnier than what is decided to be the perfect and there is when people are like when you talk about dieting I feel like there's such an emphasis on a a certain weight will make you happy Mm -hmm. like oh if I just lose 10 pounds I'll be happy well why why would you be happier just because you the scale says a different size why will you be happier if you don't work up the issues of why you feel like that then you're not going to be happier whatever the size is so sorry I'm ranting again now aren't I She's gone off. but that's that was what that's what initiated this round that's what kicked me off and I think that at the moment in the equestrian world there does seem to be this um maybe it's always been that way and I think it's because we wear a lot of tight clothes and stuff and I, I genuinely do think that and I do think there does tend to be this thing where we are overly critical of how we look. And I think it's sort of seeping in now uh, into the in, in, into stuff and we're seeing it a lot more. And Yeah, I, I definitely agree. So I, I didn't know what had sparked your um, kickoff, but I like it's just probably been the last like maybe couple of weeks where I don't follow like loads of the big names or anything, but like one of the them even though I don't follow it like I feel like I'm eating every meal with her like or not eating as the case may be like and I keep thinking what the fuck are you doing on my Instagram like piss off I don't care what you're eating yeah um and for me it's like like I I lost some weight um after Seb because part of what I want to do is produce ponies and like young ponies in my opinion I have like a duty to not be too heavy. If that's what I want to do, that's my responsibility. But I'm not going to go on like fucking Instagram and Facebook and tell you like what I ate or what I didn't eat and expect you to like pat me on the back. Like I'll just fucking do me and you just do you. And like, I think that's what worries me probably a little bit is like, is the equestrian influencers if they're going down that route, it's like a whole new way to fucking piss me right off. I think yeah. it might even be yeah. worse than your fucking 10% codes because then it's going to be 10% <laughs> codes on fucking meal replacement bollocks. Yeah. Like, for the love of fuck, just, like, eat what you want to eat and let everybody else eat what they want to eat. Like, and yeah. just do it in your own time. Like, what, what the fuck are we putting this on Instagram for, for the love of Christ? Yeah. Like, yeah. I get like in some ways inspiring people, but for me, like I would never be inspired to do it because an equestrian influencer has lost like five pounds by drinking a meal replacer. That's not going to make me do that. Like I'm going to do it because I want to do it or because I'm in the right place or I'm not in the right place. And then that's, and then watching her do that just makes me feel shitter about myself basically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've had quite a few messages because I obviously, um, I do a lot of gym work. I I exercise a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't 
um, and a lot, so, you know, and as people have come out, come with me, come to me, and I, I appreciate where they've come from because it's never been, and I totally get this, it's never been in a nasty place. It's been people a little bit concerned, just saying that you, is everything okay because you're exercising a lot, blah, blah, blah. And they, a couple of people have used this term orthorexia with me, which is when, and actually, I am okay, and mm. I am okay because I exercise. Yeah. My exercise is for me it is something which has really improved my mental health it's made me stronger and one of the things that I my emphasis on with my with my exercise is it is not ever for me about making my body look a certain way certainly not for me for losing weight um it is not about making my body look a certain way and if you look at any of my stuff a lot of it will be about what I've achieved as a result you know yesterday I received this thing as a result some some of the weights I've lifted which told me and I was blown away that I I'm you know I I lift in two movements heavier than 89% of other weight and I was absolutely over the moon with that because for me that is an achievement that's not like I managed to not eat a meal and I managed to drink a milkshake that's like I'd be as impressed yeah I'd be as impressed by that as if you were like I've just jumped around you know this course or that is an achievement that is an actual and like I get what people are you know I get what you're saying about people messaging and being concerned I get that but you've always been very small frame and it's clear that you're not like losing weight you're getting stronger so you're obviously eating this like the enough calories to maintain and get but by the same token I'm also aware that I don't want to put what I eat whatever on Instagram for very much for the similar reason to you because actually I don't know who's watching and I don't know how tr- food food and for particularly for women and whatever is such a triggering thing it can be so triggering yeah. um you know we've had set you know as I've said in my rant the diet industry is is worth billions and billions and billions of pounds and it needs women to stay insecure yeah. I am going to because it is predominantly women that it's aimed at, you know, and we've had foods called, you know, like, um, I don't know what the diet one is. Is it Weight Watchers? They call food sins. A slim, is that I a mean, slimming world or wait? I can't well, remember. I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah no, you know, you're right. Weight Watchers, I think, yeah. Sins, you know, and how many times do you hear a girl go, you know, there'll be a cake and they'll go, I'm not eating that because I'm being good. Because it is often, you know, we, we're told that certain foods and a certain way of eating is good or bad or whatever. So I don't, I personally don't put, I try not to put much food on, on my Instagram because I know it can be triggering for people because it, you know, it is rammed down their throats, particularly women from, from such a young age. And it's worse now with Instagram Mm -hmm. that, you know, they have to eat a certain way. And, you know, I know in the weightlifting world and in the weight training world, there's quite, there can be a heavy influence on clean eating. Again, something I don't do, but, you know, and it's just like, it's really hard to get away from it in normal world so I don't want to then also put it in my little corner of the internet as well so I don't that's that's exactly how I feel I feel like you know look if you want to go and do if you want to do that then you need to put that you know you need to create a separate account or something maybe because for me like I I just I think what with like Gemma Rowan being on Love Island like yeah and I don't know why everyone in their auntie suddenly decided they're going on a diet. I mean, what? The, it's a fucking stupid time to go on a diet apart from anything else. It's winter. You're going to, we're all going to be in hoodies. Like just because it's been a heat wave, it's not going to last. Like, um, 
I just think, fuck's sake, like it, it's just like new ways to piss me off on Instagram, basically. Yeah. I think there's been there's a little bit of a move towards um I think you know the Gemma Owen thing and it's not Gemma's fault but um the, very much the more glamorous side yeah. of um the equestrian world is coming forth now and you know it's just uh, a new way to make people feel like feel yeah. like they, have, they can't afford matchy matchy they can't yeah. afford PS of Sweden breaches they haven't meal replaced for the last seven years like they haven't got a long blonde ponytail. They might as well just go and iron their fingers. Just give up. Just give up, man. Just give up. No. But I just think, yeah, like you say, it's that there's some, there's been there's quite a heavy emphasis at the moment. I feel um, maybe it's just my Instagram. I don't know on appearance, mm-hmm. and that 100%. really, really, really is really fucking me off. It really is because it isn't about appearance, and not just about body. That's isn't just about bodies. We're we're around horses for the experience good yeah. and bad it's not yeah, how so you like, look should we be on a horse if we've like not eaten and oh me- god like clay like every well, that'll be the next thing everyone will just be falling off the side they want to be thin yeah being thin's not that great guys can i just tell you no because i am thin i've got no tits <laughs> i've got no tits i don't i haven't got an ass i've just got a leg i've just got legs that melt into my body i just <laughs> you know what i mean it's not all it's not all great don't worry about but i might not have any tits and i might have legs that melt into my body but it my my body can do amazing things and i really appreciate i'm strong and i'm healthy and i'm able to run and weightlift and ride my horses and look after my horses myself and i think that is the shit that matters not what it looks like in a fucking bikini you know you do look very nice in a bikini well if i've got a padded bikini on baby (laughs) <laughs> but no, yeah, you see big it, boobs it, i've got big boobs and they're not all attractive to me yeah you're never happy yeah, yeah. Um, somebody said something to me and i just it really resonates with me which is but this you've got the body you've got now the body you've got this very very minute some that's somebody's dream body that's yeah. somebody else's dream body. yeah no i i totally agree with that like it's the same as everything isn't it what someone else looks at you and thinks they would really love that I went to the gym with um a girl from work who who it, she's so you know just stunning this girl's got a lovely figure stunning whatever you know not, not that that matters but and I like took off my t-shirt on there in one, one of my two pieces and she said oh that's what I'm here for and I was like what do you mean and I said she said I just want to have the confidence to dress like that like in the gym I was like you don't just wear it just wear what you want does it matter I said I'm showing a bit of stomach the world is going to end it's not going to end because I'm you know something might hang over the top of my leggings she's like no but I couldn't do it because what and I said how many times have you seen somebody out running or in the gym and you can remember what they're wearing so it just doesn't stick in their mind it doesn't stick what you remember is particularly if you meet someone do you do you think meet someone and think oh god they're a lovely size eight the whole time you meet them or do you meet someone and think oh they were so funny they were so kind yeah. they were so lovely you know no one really cares other than yourself yeah and the only reason you, you're your biggest about, critic aren't you yeah and the only reason you really care is because society keeps telling you that you should do yeah and i think that if we just shake it off a little bit particularly in the equestrian world can we move just move away from this whole fucking appearance thing in the equestrian world and just just be a little bit happier i think, I think it's revolutionary i think the flip side of that because i do feel like 
So I, I saw, we were going to talk about this and then I saw something on my Facebook today and I screenshot it, which was a riding school that would probably be about an hour from me, had put a post on basically saying that they were going to have to be stricter with their maximum weight for their riding school horses. And they had obviously, they must have put this, I don't know if they maybe put it in their office or they'd put it on social media, I don't know, whatever. But basically they had just, I think, changed their restrictions. And they said it was because that a number of their horses were either struggling like with lameness as back issues and they said like you come for your half hour or your hour lesson but these horses are working every day mm-hmm. and like we have to our duty of care is to them and they yeah. met apparently like a lot of backlash for that <laughs> see i don't again i don't agree with that because obviously they've done that for horse welfare yeah. when i'm saying we should with the bodies and i am all about body positivity your body though has you have to look after it like i talk about body positive and we should like our size there is a degree of taking a bit of responsibility as well taking responsibility for your health the health of your horse yada yada what they've done i feel really sorry for them because what they've done is a right thing to do and And i think they should be supported i yeah that's that's how i feel because i feel like if you like want to weigh I don't know what they, they didn't put what their restriction was but say if their weight restriction was like 14 stone if you want to weigh 15 stone that is absolutely 1 million percent your prerogative to do that yeah but it is not your prerogative to ride a horse that is mm. working like probably I don't know yeah. six days a week you know I don't know how many hours like and I, or a thoroughbred or a fine bone exactly yeah it, it, it it's, it's not you you don't have a right you have a right to be whatever size you want and be happy in that size and if you can if if at that size you can find a horse that is suitable to carry you you are absolutely within your rights to ride but it's for me this is in no way body like shaming or fat shaming anything because I have no right to ride a Welsh A like yeah I am too heavy you know and that's just what it is it is what it is like so, so I'm going to be struggling yeah, no, for our TV show. Yeah, that's true. Let's try it. But you'll be able to run in hands with it. Uh, and that, and that, that is really, like you say, simple facts as well. And you do have a responsibility, of, you know, and I've said that before, you know, to... And it, if there is certain things that your size is stopping you doing and stuff, then, you know, it is about being healthy for me. Mm. It is about being... You need to look yourself in the, in the mirror and say, am I healthy at whatever size I am? Be that six stone or be that 16 stone yeah. you need to look in the mirror am i healthy at this size have i got the energy to do the stuff that i want to do can i you know can i comfortably do it or am i exhausted all the time and feeling dizzy because i'm too thin or out of breath and unable to do it because i'm slightly larger you know it you 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 have to sometimes look in the mirror and it's not about appearance for me at that stage it's about being fit and healthy and strong enough to do the things you want to do and like you say then you want to ride, knock yourself out, find a horse which is suitable. Yeah. Or a sport which is suitable. You know, you carriage driving. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing to it. You just, you know, there's lots of ways of being around horses without riding as well, don't forget. Yeah. With our Welsh in hand showing. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I felt sorry for that riding school because I thought they've, you know, it's, yeah. it, how much easier would it be for them just to take all the money? And like, you know that'd be great for them and they've actually 
like taken a stand and done the right thing and not put the money first they've put the horse first and then they get like loads of shit about and people say the fat shaming and that you know they're not promoting body positivity and people are wanting to lose weight and ride a horse to lose weight it's like but that's not your right you don't have the right to do that to a horse like yeah exactly exactly and I I yeah my obviously my husband's a surgeon and he does hip surgery and um you know a lot of people you know to say oh I want to lose weight and to and I want to use riding to help me lose weight is is rubbish because there's so many other ways you know yeah it might be a bit tiresome to start off with but you soon get into the swing of it you know swimming and running and walking and there's so many other ways so I you know you don't have a like you said before you don't have a right to ride a horse you don't you, it, it's it's a privilege not a right so we yeah. don't abuse the privilege we don't abuse it we shouldn't abuse it so we are now going to move on to talking about Burley what did you think about it yeah. fuck it was big though wasn't it <laughs> I wouldn't want to do that in a Wait, Welsh I, I, oh I, I, I don't think there's many horses I would have wanted to do it on I but it was... if you had to do it on a horse that top spin would you not have done it on that I think I saw that one go around you know I missed some of it <gasps> the um young girl she was like 20 or something oh Alice Alice's horse is it Alice I want to say mm, oh, no, might be. there was two young girls they were friends yeah. and the one who came fifth her mother had invented the grandmother and the mother so it was a homebred oh my god and she said her mum calls it the favorite child and she was like i'm her only child but he's the favorite child (laughs) i love that i love that when i did a little bit of it say i did hear someone talk about this i think and they were saying they just popped around like it was a hundred it honest to god it did yeah and then they're like these, these crazy young kids, 118, 120 or something stupid like that. And like, Jesus Christ. But like, like I was, it how was they the It would like, and I mean, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have turned it down if someone dropped it off on my stable as part of our TV yeah. show. But when I saw it, I was like, mm, I didn't really like it. It was a bit, maybe like not how I would like a horse to be put together. Um, and I watched it jump and it like, it jumped around the cross country you know like usually they're a bit flatter in their shape and this thing looked like I could do a seven star like it was some it was something else and then it jumped around the show jumping exactly the same way like do you want to put these up a few holes because this is really easy <laughs> I want to drink that one bring you that event inside that horse oh it would yeah but they just looked like she looked like she had implicit trust that he would do his job and that he was never going to like, you know, do anything to to sort of drop her in it or, and that's just a lovely thing when you see a proper partnership is like a beautiful thing to watch. That horse was fucking phenomenal. I would have that in a heartbeat. So yeah, that's my, that's my first. I've I've, a couple of things. I made a break for it to go and do some stuff. Fatal move. And I missed that one, but you know, great winner. Oh, she loves oh. that mare. Yeah, she love every that time she does an interview afterwards, it just themes, doesn't it? Like how much she yeah. adores her. Uh, it's like how much she absolutely 
absolutely loves just like you say it just it comes from every and I just think oh it's so nice it's so nice to see that's what that, you want to you know, see the, as well the way she calls it chili bean. I know yeah. I love you know. that but yeah, I think for like, like non-horsey people you know if they watch that that's what you yeah. want them to see isn't it that god yeah, she loves it nobody could deny that oh absolutely and, it, and it's just now it's so nice isn't it and but even like with even going into the competition, talks about herself. You know, it's very easy when you've won Burley to talk about a horse or you've gone clear around the cross country to talk about a horse nicely. I mean, we can all do that. But even going into it, if you hear how she talks going into it, you know, you just know that the horse could probably stop at the first yeah. and she's still going to love it just as much. And it's yeah. just like you say, that it's just a glorious thing to watch and to see. That, like you say that like it put that that sort of thing puts the sport in a really good light I think it's what it's what it's about isn't it it's about the partnerships and the love that they, we have for him and, and also like I thought it was incredible that um she was um like w- w- top five along with classic Moe and you think like the management that must have gone yeah. in I mean 19 classic Moe like what? I thought you, yeah, yeah, 19. Oh my God. It's it, that thing like tore around that cross country. Like, so I, I think that's amazing that the, we must be like, you know, developing ways to manage those horses now. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and I think also it speaks really, really highly, obviously, of their, um, their riders oh, that I, they haven't overcome, like, overcampaigned them. And, yeah. Um, but I just thought it was really impressive to see. Um, and I also, I thought it was funny that it was two men. Sorry? Yeah, two men. I think you went round Badminton, Burley. I know you definitely about Badminton. I think he was about 19 when he went round. Right. Um, and everyone was going about what, what a tough horse he yeah. was. And I thought, it's so lovely now, these two mares. Uh, you know, what's Tilly? I think, I think Tilly's 15, 16. No, 17. She's 17. Is she? Yeah, 17 and 19 there were. Oh, that's made it even better for me. I just love that. Yeah. Look at you with all your events in fact. I know. <laughs> oh, check me out. <laughs> I'm used to sort of numbers and stuff like that. I forget what age my kids are, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> so, you know, there's no good idea about some random horses. I once forgot my, my husband's birthday. It was his 50th as well. Oh, God. I forget our anniversary every year and Ben remembers it. And I even, like, we got married 6, 8, 10. So you fucking think I'd remember the bastard? I I get confused, say, between Sam's birthday and one of the horses' birthday. Sam's birthday is the 1st of March. Remember it now. And chances is the 3rd of March. And I thought Sam's was the 3rd of March. I've got visions on Sam's 50th of you going out to chance with like a horsey cake and balloons and Sam sat at the table like <laughs> it was awful do you know what I did I was in bed I was in bed and I was like scrolling through Facebook and I saw all these people wishing Sam happy birthday all day so it was like night time and I went I forgot that's your birthday and he went just my 50th yeah <gasps> and that's just to show how bad I am at remembering stuff people oh my god I am, I am quite bad, to be fair. Um, I don't think you're as bad as that. No, I'm, I'm maybe not quite that bad. <laughs> but I do love, if people close to me, I think that some of my friends do it, and I'm always really grateful, kind of like just helpfully drop into conversation yeah. that it's their yeah. birthday or their child's birthday. Yeah. I'm like, thank you for that. I really do appreciate yeah. that. 
I'm not going to forget. Anyway, yeah, so that's why I can't remember horses' ages because I can't even remember the ages of my family. So don't give me any grief for not knowing that, even though I'm meant to be the eventer. But yeah, it was a fantastic burley. Yeah, I liked that um, I put the leaf pit. That, for me, is the direction the sport should be headed. There was a lot of runouts, but yes. all the horse is going to do is run out. Yeah, Like, absolutely. for me, that is perfect. You've yeah. massively tested them. You've weeded out a load of them. Agreed. But nobody's going to get hurt. Everyone's going to go home. Yeah, I like that. I do. Yeah. I'm the same. I like that. And I think that I think because it sounds really awful that we always have to. I know people go on about oh, we, I don't like the te- the technical aspect of it. I don't like the technical aspect. Actually, in some ways, I do because giving them the option, like you say, of going round if it if it fucks up a little bit instead of this often this problem that we have which is event horses that will always go whatever and then oh something disastrous happens and they come down you know they both come down but yeah like you say run out testing their accuracy you're still there's still enough to jump on the rest of the course you know what I mean it's not like it was a bloody small test is it so you know it was um I thought that was a lot more comfortable to watch than some of the things that we've watched yeah I agreed I agree but yeah it was town end though don't because earlier when we said we were going to talk about Burley I was like are we going to mention the fact that he fell off twice and will I not be able to stop because but did you see his interview like so I watched it on BBC two and you know where they get the rider to talk through a fence and he talked through the water fence and I think he said something like the aim is not to fall off or like I can't remember how he phrased it, but he, and as he said it, I thought I would never say something like that because then you know for a fact you're going to fall off. And didn't he fucking fall off? (laughs) I mean, that one that was nearly at the end, that was like... Well, it wasn't his day. He had the, it wasn't the best day on paper for Ollie Townend. Should we just leave it at that? Should we just leave it at that? (laughs) I think that sums up not the best day on paper. Twice. Because it is a little bit, because he was fine, the horses were fine, so it is okay to laugh a little bit because he's won enough stuff. It's okay. He's Let's he's all right. Turn. We wanted the mares yeah. to win. Um, that but was yeah, it, it absolute like when he did it first time, like because that that was just the most weird thing. It like landed and then it sort of tripped, and then I was like, oh my god, he's off. Yeah. And yeah. that was really like a massive, massive curveball. Like you weren't expecting that. I'm sure he wasn't expecting that. And then when the when he fell off, was it Swallow Springs? I was like, he's never like just fallen off again. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what it was? It's from that he, he used up his stay ons from that save at Badminton. Yeah. If you fall stay on. Yeah. Or maybe there wasn't anyone there shouting it. Stay on. Yeah. Because that's what his problem was. He was there. Oh. Because I had that save at Badminton, someone shouted stay on so I didn't fall off. He's like counting on that. Yeah. No one shouted stay on. So he thought, well, I've got to fall off now. <laughs> God, stay on. I'm sorry for laughing twice at him, but I've fallen off twice. But it is funny a little bit because it was just because no one shouted stay on. Okay, thank you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we go on to our wanker of the week? We know what his would be. Fuck yeah. me. Um, so mine um 
was um, I went to a ball, which is very unusual for me um, to be clean and tidy for a change. Um, and uh, I, I wanted to be all fancy. So I ordered a few dresses, which is not something I usually do, but I ordered like full ball gowns, you know, went all out. Um, none of them came in time. Actually, no, I lie. A couple of them did come in time, but they didn't fit me. And the rest of them didn't come in time. So this is like the day before then. So I'm like, what the fuck am I going to yeah. wear? So I went trawling through like a wardrobe and found a dress that I last wore, I think when I was like 20 or something, uh, that I remembered jumping off a table at a ball and ripping right the way up the back. And I was like, well, I'm going to have to wear this. Like, so I said to Ben's mum, can you just stitch this a little bit back together? Is that doable? Yeah. And she looked and she was like, it's down the seam. Definitely, definitely doable. Well, I wore it. And there was this DJ who was making everyone do this like weird Greek dancing and stuff at the start, which was quite good fun. Anyway, I jumped on a chair after being there about five minutes. Fucking straight. The bastard. Straight. Oh, no. Took me a while of dancing on the chair. And then, you know, when you think there's a draft. But I don't think yeah. it was there before. And yeah. I said to ben, oh, after I've ripped my fucking dress again. And he was like, oh, I know. Like, your whole arse has been out for, for quite a while now. And I was just like, ah, fuck it. And I thought, that's, do you know, that's when you know, like, you're in your 30s. Me in my 20s, I'd have probably locked myself in a toilet cubicle. Oh, I'm about to go home then. No. Yeah. Couldn't give a shit. Couldn't okay. give less of a shit. It's just but, like, yeah. oh, well, you're all right. My ass is offending you. Don't look exactly. I can't help the fact that it's not like I intended this to happen. Leave me be to enjoy yeah. my night. It was quite so warm. You there. Kept me cool. Everyone's a winner. I mean, not everyone, probably the people looking less but, of a winner. But you know, I like that. Well done. That's Next time, mind. don't even bother getting it sewn up. Don't even bother oh. getting it sewn up. Wear it again. Don't bother yeah. getting it stitched up. So I think it's rip. I'm gonna end up with my ass out. I'm just gonna carry on. Just to be honest, as well. It was a little bit snugger than it used to be. So my boobs, Ben said, it's very booby. Because I also said to him, oh, I should have shaved my legs again this morning. And he was like, no one's looking at your legs. Um, yeah, very booby. I mean, I saw- it was a bit booby. So then, you know, when people say, oh, you either get your legs out or your boobs out. I was like, okay, so I've got my boobs out and my arse out. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm at this point breaking <laughs> all the rules. <laughs> to be fair to you, Katie, that's pretty much how I dress when I go out. Um <laughs> You're just like, well, what would Carla do? She'd go out with the tits, ass. I've never gone out with my nunny out. Can I just have say that now? Not intentionally, anyway. Well, something to strive for. No, yeah, maybe. We'll do- I've said it now. I've said it now. Next time I go out, it's all going to be hanging out. Um. So, yeah, well done. I fully, I can't give you a wank of the week for that. I hope that was, do it. Let your ass hang out. Let it all free. All right, what's yours? So was um, I had this, got this bridle that I talked about at the start, Solo's old bridle, and I rode in it. And I thought, God, these reins are really sticky. Obviously, like, it's been not used for quite a long time. And I did not know this, but the rubber on the rubber reins had degraded. Okay. Like a very sticky tar substance, which was all over my hands. So I was like, look, after I'd ridden, I was like, oh, God. Anyway, I then had to pop to the shop for something. So I went and did what I needed to do. 
few people were staring at me quite weird in the, in the shop. I didn't think I could work out why. And then I came back and I walked in the house and said, like, what the fuck is on your face? And basically I'd had this past stuff on my fingers and I must have like rubbed, you know, like when you rub across your nose and round your eyes. So I've obviously yeah. gone down my nose. But I basically just smeared this black streak across my cheek, across down my nose on both sides, round my eyes up there. I don't, I don't know what I look like. It, it looked like I'd done it on purpose. It did look like I'd done it on purpose because it was really even on both sides. Wait, um, two seconds. And- Ben's just saying Seb needs Calpol. I'm just going to quickly throw yeah. him some up. Okay. <sighs> Sorry. Oh no. So you're getting in the right state, isn't he? I know. He's not a happy boy. So yeah, I think it wasn't the fact that I had this black on my face. It was more the fact that it looked like I'd done it on purpose. Um, and so everyone was staring at me and I just looked like I'd like put war paint on or something. Um, dressed a little bit like a tramp as well because that's how standard for me and it was just like and then I because it was like a t- it's like a tar I put it on my hand still because mm-hmm. it's because it's like it's really hard to get off as well <laughs> I was to get it off it was like really really tricky and then the worst bit is I got it all in my hair so I must have like run my hands through my head so I have to I constantly play with the, um, my extensions at the back and I like I must so I've got it all in there so I've had to bring forward my date to have my extensions changed so we can get this tar off all of these and the worst bit is, I haven't even taken them off the bridle. I've ridden them again tonight. I'm a dickhead. I just don't learn. I'm such a dick. So I haven't got it on my face. I haven't got it on my face by this time. No. no. So it's, it's all right. But you know, you've just got to wear it with confidence. You know, like on Mean Girls, where Regina George, they cut the holes in her top and then she's like, mm, okay, fuck it. And then everyone does it. Just wear it yeah, just... so I'll Could be looking like... out. In Elmswell, I'll be walking around with black smears <laughs> on their face. It's yeah. all waiting to be like me. Yeah. All right. We um we do people have sent us in some really good wanker of the weeks, but I think my husband's gonna divorce me if I don't yep. go and take my child off him. So please keep sending them in because we do have some, but more is really good. Um and we will talk to you next time. Would you who read us what listen to ones next week, next time to make yeah. up for it? Absolutely. Thank you so, so much for listening. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.